So we're also similar in the fact that we want to help men, right? And I want to help men live with more purpose by shifting their identity to be closer to who they've been created to be by understanding what they're gifted at, utilizing what they steward or what they've been entrusted to steward to make impact. Scott, welcome. Welcome to my new podcast, The Lifestyle Engineer. Thank you for helping me build this. Ah, Matt, it's an absolute uh, honor. Quite honestly, it's an honor. And anytime you do something with the podcast, I'm pretty excited. So um, I've listened to a lot of yours and I've really enjoyed them. And I've been on a few and you've been on mm-hmm. a few of mine. So this is a no brainer to me. Yeah. I mean, and like I mentioned in the trailer, the the first episode is this is going to be more so conversations around around topics I enjoy selfishly and with people that I enjoy talking to and might be on with people I agree with, some people I don't agree with, but just to learn more. And the whole idea of the podcast is the engineering of everything in life together, how there's underlying principles in all this. Look at them, do my Jordan Peterson, like hands. Yeah, you got your hands going. (laughs) My hands going. If you can't see, I'm using my hands. But it's going to be kind of round, based around the physical, mental, spiritual, relational, and professional, and how there's common themes and principles. And I know we align a lot on many of these different things. And if we're talking about the professional sense, you're a heavy integrator and I'm a heavy visionary. So mm-hmm. we understand each other quite well, but we're definitely gifted in different areas. So I guess, why don't you just share a little bit about how you help people, Scott, and what really interests you and motivates you? Wow, what an amazing question. So um, because it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from my business for a minute because I help people in multiple ways with my businesses. But I will share, some things were shared with me this week with our men's group. I don't think you were on. Um, you had some technical issues as yeah. well as outside of it and last week that have really kind of put some pieces together in my mind. I had someone send me one of those fruit bouquets. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen them. Like yeah. a fruit basket, a subscription thing. Pretty expensive. And and it said, um, and I know who it was, and he said, like, thank you for being such a great connector. You've really given me some really important people that are in my life now. You've introduced. I was like, huh, that's interesting. I never really thought of myself that way. And um, three times this week, separate people have said to me, your gifting is in connecting, really valuable connecting, connecting with other people and connecting other people together. I've never thought of myself that way, but I have, looking past like the last three, four years, I haven't. Six years, I have experienced extreme joy in getting to know people and then connecting people with like-minded people, whether it's business or personal. And so um, I run the Brotherhood of Fatherhood group, which is just a large Facebook group where men just talk about things. It's kind of random. There was some plumbing stuff in there this week. There's some stuff about, you know, marriages falling apart. There's stuff about all sorts of things. And then I, you know, I, I have that my, I held my first event for that, which is really where my heart is in that. It's really g- gathering men together and um, on the pillars of vulnerability, 
intentionality and accountability. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I, I, I have a, a, a business that serves gym owners and how I met you, I believe maybe, yep. maybe I met you before that. And then, um, a business, a podcast, I coach podcasts, you know, startups, people, how they start the podcast and, and get people going. And then I have a, what we call post-production company that produces podcasts. So that's how I serve people professionally. And, um, it, all of those, all of those combined is just as well as my work with level method, which is a, it was a company that was a startup and I came in very early and became like the guy that started their sales and did their onboarding and was their customer relations. All those kind of meld together. I've, I've met people all over the world. And then I'm, I, my brain is, I, I want to keep in touch with these. I, and so I'm, I think I'm good at continually connecting and reaching out and talking. Hey, how's how are things going? People, I think it's a gift from God. People just pop up today. I had three people pop up into my brain, three, just out of the blue. And I, you know me, I'm all about um, productivity. So I have a system where yep. I capture ideas. So yep. I captured them and this happens three, four days a week. And they're just random, like, Hey, connect with Allison. Okay. Boom. Uh, connect. Who was the other guy? Oh my gosh. There was like three today. And so I'm, and then I'll text them or shoot them. Hey, thinking about you. And I think this, you know, whether you're a believer or not, I think this is something God puts in my brain at the right times. Mm-hmm. So many times feel like, oh my gosh, I need, I needed to hear from somebody. Yep. today. I needed a positive word today. And um, so that's where I'm just really finding joy right now as you know, I, I, I created the group that you're in with, with Aaron. And I'm like, these guys need more guys to plug into. So we got Aaron, Chad, myself, you, um, and Ian, and mm-hmm. uh, previously Eric, and we connect. And then there's connections that are moving outside of those connections. And for me, it's like this big web and I just absolutely love it. So intertwined in people's lives and hopefully sending them some joy, some, some sort of like encouragement or, or being in their lives at some point when they need it. I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. And I, and I've been thinking about this more and more is the idea of platforms, right? You said start that you're not necessarily going into your businesses, right? But if you truly understand yourself, if you understand what you're gifted at, what you're passionate about and what you gain energy from, you can kind of, package that and I make it sound simple, but you could like package that and then take into every different thing that you do to impact people. And I think what happens is we tend to put ourselves into things for the wrong reasons. And I'm seeing this truth over and over and over again, right? We, we enter things because either we think that's the goal we should have we get the education we think we should have. We want the promotion we think we should have because it's attached to some sort of prestige or some sort of financial gain. Now, again, it's not wrong to get promotions. It's not wrong to have financial gain. But if it's at the sacrifice of who you are, right? As an example, if I got a offer to work with a big company as an integrator, meaning I got to do administrative stuff, I got to connect the dots and I got to make things, I got to take things to the finish line. At first, I'd be super excited because it would probably come with some sort of pay increase. But over time, I guarantee I would hate it. I would hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think if we can remove that 
aspect of doing things for the wrong reasons and really start to ask yourself why you're doing them. And that's kind of the same thing you're saying is you, you love to connect. You love to, whether it's people to people, whether it's ideas to ideas or people to ideas, you're the connector. And that's a big deal. And that's, that's an important role. And I think that can be in professional sense, in the, the family sense, and all these different aspects of life. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's real, real interesting the place I am in my life. So I'm 49, I'll be 50 in June. So I'm much older than most people I interact with. And I'm very aware of this. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't feel weird. I don't feel out of place. But I think there is something that happens in... I think you're kind of more of an old soul when it comes to these things. You're you're well ahead of your time when it comes to the like introspection and and seeing patterns and things. Yep. At where I'm at now, I'm seeing everything in multiple lenses that are taking all of these experiences I've had through my life and kind of compiling them into these boxes of principles. And those principles this is this is incredible because this is coming to me right now. This is not pre-thought out. This is not just blowing wind on on you or saying, hey, Matt, you're awesome. But there's several principles you've really helped me really solidify. One, working genius. You had this conversation with me about the working genius assessment and Pat Lencioni and this stuff. I've started to read. I've used that so much, Matt. It's insane. Like I've I've used like because. I use the term working genius, whether I use that assessment or I use the Colby assessment or I use disc assessments, whatever. It's that understanding of who you are and where you belong and where you function best. You just kind of, you just kind of talked about that. This has become like this principle in my life that like I put everything against, am I going to do this? Should I do this? Does it fit in this? And now I found a whole nother business opportunity because I'm, I'm seeing this way now. And I'm doing this matchmaking thing for for business owners. And, you know, when I needed some cash, it was like all of a sudden I have this new opportunity because I've been thinking in this this guideline that I learned from you. The other there, there's so many of these that are coming to fruition. Like I really realized I have a I have a degree in psychology and then and I really, really am super intrigued in human behavior. Mm -hmm. And um, I watch people I pay attention and I, I watch what they say and what they do in long-term and short-term. Like I'm always, I don't, it's like, I'm not cognitively even thinking about it. It's like Matt used to say this and now he says this and they, these things aren't in alignment. And it's always something that's happened in my head. I'm watching for people for true alignment. I'm watching for who they really are and who they display themselves as. And I don't know if that's a gifting but then I went to grad school and I have a, I have a graduate degree, but in grad school, you do, you do statistics, you do, you, you pay attention to variables, you pay attention to the, like the scientific method, um, not the science, scientific science, like the way you, you, you figure things out the process, the process. So the, the last few years, instead of like trying to figure out things, um, kind of in a random way, which I've always done, like, Hey, there's a business go, 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 figure it out as you go. I've started to kind of take that process and be like, wait a minute. Everything can be improved through process. Mm -hmm. So if I am not sleeping well, I made a post about this today, pretty much fell dead. Um, if I'm not sleeping well, what do I do? 
I think you just start trying new things, you know, take some CBD, take some melatonin, stop eating at six, change the diet, you know, try all these things, which most people do. They just start throwing everything at the wall. Yeah. And maybe they start sleeping better. They have no idea why. I'm getting somewhere with this, by the way. They have no idea why they're sleeping better. One of these principles, I'm like, hey, look, it's time to stop doing that and start treating everything you want to improve as, as a process, as a science experiment. One variable at a time. Yep. And this ties to the other big thing I've learned. So one variable at a time for me for sleep, I track my sleep like crazy, which it might be causing more problems than it's answering. But like, what did I eat? What vitamins did I take? So instead of like stopping right now, I'm on a I'm stopping eating like at six or 7 p.m. to see how that affects sleep, because I know what foods that now I've learned through process of elimination, what foods I should not eat at night, what I should not drink and when I should stop caffeine, when I should stop drinking water, all those things like I, I have that down. Like, and now I'm trying this time thing. So it's this one variable at a time. I did this with, uh, it, this is like habit stacking as well. Like little tiny stacking, tiny habits. So all of these principles have come into where I'm now making these massive gains in my life. Um, physically, emotionally, health, uh, business opportunities, as we just talked about before we started recording. and. Um, it's that principle of like one thing at a time, one thing at a time, mm -hmm. one, pay attention, do something, pay attention to results, do another thing, pay attention to results, continue to change, continue to change. Which leads to the other thing I posted about the other day, which kind of fell dead. I'm not saying these in ways people are um, relating with. And that is overnight success. Right. We always look from the outside lens and say, that guy just blew up from nowhere. Yep. You see the never spots. You see the moments. You do. But if it is true, like a viral event happened or something of that nature, they've crashed and burned. They don't have the lessons. They don't have the failure. They don't have the foundation. So, yeah. So those are, those are, I don't know where I'm going with this, but this is like how my life has changed from like just trying to achieve, make money, provide for my family, you know, and get through to real serious intentionality. And I have this really huge drive to help specifically men understand the power of community, accountability, the power of intentionality, and then the power of accountability to a point where you, like Matt, you should know everything I'm struggling with. And you should right. be able to come to me and say, Scott, I see you struggling with this. You say you're struggling with this. This is how you're seeing it wrong. And this is what you're doing wrong because I know from you that comes from love. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I, like I said, I think this is an age thing. Maybe it's a maturity thing. Um, but life is just really, really grand when you start to have these principles that everything stacks on. Yep. And this has been a big thing for me over the four, last four, three, four years. And you've been a part of it. So I, I, that's why I would jump on a podcast with you at the drop of a hat. Well, I appreciate that. I think that's why we connect so well too is, yeah, I see the world in a very similar way. I see the connections between principles and how I use something. Let me start by saying, so we're also similar in the fact that we want to help men, right? And I want to help men live with more purpose by shifting their identity to be closer to who they've been created to be by understanding what they're gifted at 
um, utilizing what they steward or what they've been entrusted to steward to make impact um, mentally, physically, relationally, and spiritually. And the core of that is the purpose, the anchor. Like, so what are you anchored to when you're, so we're both believers. So my is in the identity of Christ, right? I'm absolutely, that should be the root of everything I do. There could be sub purposes. There could be sub anchors of that. So let's say we just invested in a new property in Nelson. And it's really exciting with, um, um, a connection of mine and it's, it's on the way to this bigger project that I want to build a retreat center that we can have groups like yours come in and just experience and connect. But I really needed to think on that and pray on that and say, what's the purpose behind that, right? Is it just because I want a better investment or more money? No, it's, I, I, I have something inside of me that needs to create things and help people see how you can create things. And that can create impact and have purpose behind them. So when you start to do things with that, things start to connect, things start to go in that direction because you're no longer pursuing the outcome, you're pursuing the impact and the service. And that will probably lead to the results you want, but you're no longer dependent on the results for your meaning, your happiness and your purpose. So I think, yeah, working geniuses is one, like, what are your yeah. geniuses? Do you know? Oh my gosh, it's been a it's been a minute. Um, but you do know I have a system which I can pull them up immediately. <laughs> yeah, I have mine in a system too. Like so, I do systemize, and I think yeah. so. My I can say mine. Mine are wonder and invention. So I love to look at things and say, "There's way more potential there. This could be better. Uh, there's way more potential in this person. They don't fully realize it yet. So I can see that. I can see these connections." And then invention. So I, I'm a problem solver and I like to invent things and create things that make things more efficient. Yeah. Um, but my frustrations, which I'm guessing one of your, you're pulling them up now. One of my frustrations is tenacity, which means it doesn't mean I'm lazy. It means I don't take things to the finish line. I need someone who's really tenacious and I don't like checking the boxes. I don't like administrative type things. And my last one is enablement. I knew this about us. You know what my top one is? Your tenacity. Tenacity. You know yeah. what the second one is? It is? enablement. Enablement. Yeah. So we're total opposite, right? At, um, so discernment and wonder are my last. The middle is galvanizing and invention. But like <clears throat> the beauty of that is, oh, there's so much of beauty in that. Like I know that I know that I know that when at some point when maybe we have bandwidth and you come to me with an idea, which you've done multiple times, we would be a really great combination to work together because of that assessment. Like, like you want to find people on the op opposite spectrum of yourself. Um, that doesn't mean it's not going to be frustrating. It doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, right? But um, that concept is not new to me, especially with my you know human, human behavior studies. It just never hit with me. Right. Even, it just never really sunk in and um, until I had a little more experience and experience with failure. Right. And, um, you know, even now, like it, it took me, I'm, like I said, I'm almost 50. I'm still messing up 
And I think that's a big message for people. I'm kind of changing the subject here, but I think that's a big message for people. <clears throat> as soon as you think you've arrived, you're going to have failed. And I've done this multiple times. I, I was leading a large group, making ridiculous amounts of money. And I decided that I had arrived. You know, I didn't come to that overnight, but I was like, man, I am a big deal. I'm yeah. awesome. And people were telling me, you're a big deal. You're awesome. But as soon as I believed that and stepped out of my giftings, which is that ten tenacity and that um, enablement, everything just fell apart. And if I would have understood, hey, my working genius is continuing to be tenacious. This just happened with one of my businesses now. My working, I need to be in that. I need to be keep my tenacity going. I need to like be in there doing the things and, and making things happen or things fall apart. Mm -hmm. So know, the sooner you know yourself that way, the sooner you can avoid what other people are telling you you should do. Right. And that's where I fell. I fell flat many, many times. That one experience I was just talking about when I was leading a large group, someone was telling me, Scott, you're a leader now. You, you need to find other people to do what you're doing. And then in this business, I believed, hey, I don't need to be that guy anymore because I have a team that can do that. However, no one, I take incredible joy out of doing it. I lost some joy in my life when I kind of like thought the answer is giving that up. I heard um, Maxwell talking that was months ago with um ed Milet. and he wrote a new book so of course he's going to be on his podcast he's telling a story about um he had a jar on his on his desk you know he's up there john maxwell he's he's up there in age mm -hmm. and he had a jar and it was marbles <laughs> i love this it was marbles and he had the number of days until he officially retired wouldn't be coming back to the office anymore was you know handing over his entire leadership training company to you know someone else to run and he got to that last day and he was continuing to feel more and more stressed. He got to that, that last day and it was like it hit him. Like he took the last marble. I lost my marbles. Like this is not me. And I wrote it up on my board. It's right here at the bottom. I think this might even be the title of his book. No finish line. He goes, I have no finish yep. line. I am not retiring. I'm not built to retire. No. And, and you know how much freedom that gave me to hear someone else like him say that? I'm like, I've never had the desire to retire and, and start RVing. I want to work in RV. I want to work and explore the world. But work and doing and being involved gives me pure joy. Yeah. It's not my purpose. This is another thing you and I align a lot because I really went the wrong way. It's not my identity and purpose to work. No. But they are tools that are leading me to my purpose. They Platforms. are tools. Um, and I've learned a lot about that from you. And so when I look at my working geniuses and I work, look at my experiences and I tell men this all the time with the brotherhood of fatherhood, there are men now who will follow. I don't know if it's me, but the movement, they'll follow the events I put on. They'll do the things that I say. I'm like, hey, let's meet in Houston in a month. I think I would have 10 to 20 people there. Like, you know, just let's just meet and do something. Yep. It'd probably be more. So I have that. I have I've created this. There's almost 4,000 men in that group, probably 500 active. The rest are just sleepers. So, and then I have a podcast following as well, which is growing. Actually, I'm really excited about that. I have a podcast following. And so now I have this really cool emergence, emer um, 
merging of things. I have these foundation principles I've created. I know what my working geniuses are and what they aren't. And now I have people that I can lead or can influence. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like you in my life. There's people like Aaron Guyette in my life. There's people like Kurt Storing in my life. There's these people in my life who I know that if I run into a man who's saying, and I see, I look at him and I'm like, he needs to understand his purpose. He needs to understand his identity. He's got some work to do. I do not have to be the guy delivering that. And right. I don't want to be the guy delivering right. that. And so my, I was like, oh my gosh, Scott, you've done all of this. Because everyone's like, when are you going to start coaching? When do you have to start having this group? When are you going to start doing this? I'm like, eh. like, do I really have to do that to create impact? No. Because there's people whose working genius is I can send them to. Like, if anybody comes to me and they're like, I need help, and I look at them and they have a they need purpose and identity and vision and and to see the big picture for their life, I'm connecting them with Matt Chenard. I don't need to be the deliverer of that. Right. <laughs> and this is where all these, these principles that I'm kind of the foundation I'm standing on it for me, it's in Christ. For yeah. me, it's in the and biblical, um, you know, truths for me. Yep. Um, what I believe about marriage, which marriage is, I'm incredibly passionate about that. What I believe about self-accountability, your own, what, what you are responsible for, what I believe about how you see things coming in at you, mm-hmm. what I believe about and understand about the way that I work and that I am motivated and that I am energized, all of those things, I now have a tool. I now have an understanding. And now I have this network because I've been doing this for so long where I don't feel like anybody comes to me and I can't send them to somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, it's like this beautiful dance that's all starting to come together. And it's actually becoming a tango instead of like a mosh pit. Right. <laughs> if you, but you got to go through the mosh pit before you get to the tango. Right. I think that's, yeah. Cause you learn in that mosh pit, you learn in that and you learn how to interact. And I think something you said along earlier, she said a couple times or uh, pinpointed a little bit is ego. And I believe the ego and our pride gets in the way of us lifting others up in their giftings. Mm-hmm. Right. And as an example is because you could say, I'm sure you have tons of opportunities. You could go and try to do these, all these different things because you want to be known for that, or you want to get the byproduct of that success. But in reality, if you do that, it's not in alignment of who you are as a person or who you've been designed to be. It's going to suck your energy. And the person you're helping could have been helped in this area instead. Like an example, if someone comes to me and says, hey, Matt, I have this project and I need to get it done. Or I I have this, I need this list of podcast material. (laughs) And I'd be like, if I had the list, I'd send it to them. But I'm not going to come up with a list. I have a really hard time. Like, no, that's that's Scott, right? That's yeah, right. He's your guy, and it. it so once we can understand that, and even we're talking about principles and similarities and things. So I've really noticed that in my business at the gym, the greater GPHF right here, yeah. is when you can put people in roles of their working geniuses, everything gets better. Mm-hmm. They are happier. They have way more energy. The members are better, right? You don't worry about everyone as much. You feel better. But when you start to insert yourself 
Because as a leader, this is a big thing for myself. My genius is I'm not actually, let me say this first. I won't get credit for a lot of things. And I'll be honest, that was difficult for me back when because my working geniuses are, I work on things and I create things that maybe won't be implemented for years. And the people who are tenacious and the workers and who are amazing at it, I just admire them. They take it to the finish line. But when I tried to, when I released myself of that and started to develop the humility through trial and error, everyone succeeds, right? It's not about me. It's not about them, but we can celebrate each other. But the idea of it is the purpose. What's the purpose of the business? What's the purpose of the family? What's the purpose of this even program or course? You anchor it in, that's when it has impact. And you can still have goals of these things like profit or whatever else. But if it creates impact, it's going to be successful. So this week and last week have been really interesting in the same, same thing. So I've been interviewing people on my podcast and I've been interviewed on my podcast. It's been a, a very multiple podcasts that I have. It's been an active two weeks, very active in, in the world. Probably been on 15 podcasts or been on and recorded. Well, thank you uh, for being on mine. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, I'd never say no to it. Um, and that might be high, but it, it's been a lot. Um, three times this week, the guests that I had, for instance, I had one guest on my podcast, uh, Stories of Sell podcast, and he was talking about marriage. And so I shared one of my core principles with him and I, and I gave examples. And two days, and he was like, yeah, that's really cool. Two days later, he has a extremely long post and it basically regurgitated everything I said. And his response was just off the charts. <laughs> like, this is amazing. I mean, just on and on and on and on. And here, this is a testament to what you're saying. I was like, well, what a jerk. He did not. Uh, this was a millisecond. He used this right. would probably before be like long standing. Um, I'm like, what? he didn't he didn't tell anybody where he got this. He's verbatim what I said. And then I had this overwhelming like, Scott, it's OK. Because it's this isn't about you. This is about the message. Mm. And that message just hit a lot of people. Now they understand the 100% principle. They understand the drawing a circle around yourself that I talk about all the time. And then another guy tells a Buffalo story. And, you, you know, I make it a, a point to tell the Buffalo story on every single podcast I'm on at least once. If I haven't told it on that particular podcast, I don't know if I'm telling on this one or not. But it's growing like wildfire. It's not a new story. It's been around for a while. I am so incredibly passionate about it. It's changed my life so incredibly um, dr drastically. In fact, if you're looking at video, you see an American bison behind me. I just call him Buffalo walking into a storm, walking through a snowstorm. Right. And I have images right outside my office, right here in my living room, in my bedroom. I mean, it's like there are buffaloes all over because my whole family buys into this now. But um, 
that story is being told by multiple people. And finally, because I'm building a brand about around this and I want there to be a brand, I want people to know this story. I want them to stake there, you know, like, wow, this is something I can put my flag in the ground with. I've just started, I told this to Kurt Storing. You don't, I don't know if you, uh, you've met Kurt yet. He runs a, a large organization and has a bunch of people, um, dad work, and he's, he's just launching a new program. So um, it would be such a good program for guys to be in concordance with yours. Not like, like yours would come first or second because it's way more on parenting. It's very right. dialed in on parenting. And I told him this story and he's like blown away. I'm like, dude, how have you not heard this from me? We've been on multiple podcasts together. He's like blown away. He's like, I got to use this. I, I have to use this. Do I have permission? I said, and this was the moment where I had a choice to make. And I don't know if I answered right, but the, I said, yes, people need to know about this. But please, if you're telling a big group, please, like, just say, hey, my friend Scott Ramage showed me for this and he has a brand based around. I'm like, I'm trying right. to build a brand here. Right. So I'm not, I'm like trying to be like, yes, I want this message, but I, I want it, I want it out there so much that I want people to buy the hats and shirts and everything I have coming out, whatever it ends up being, yeah. because I want that message going everywhere i want yeah. it permeated that's why i'm building that brand it's not you know i don't see myself making millions or even thousands because apparel i don't think that's the, the thing but i know that i know that i know that more people need to understand how to face adversity yep and so um there's just a lot of opportunities now for me to put away the ego and just be like it's okay because that message is far more important than who said it yeah and you know, so, and I got parts of everything I say from somebody else. <laughs> I, well, exactly. And that, that's what I had noted down is these are just truths rewritten, right? And different analogies, different ways of understanding. Right. Like the Buffalo story could be articulated in a different story or different matter. I'm sure there's some sort of truth in that in the Bible somewhere, if you really dig in, right? In the, the, the Proverbs. and so I have a similar story with that. I've, I've been talking about health and fitness as an investment, right? And a holistic investment, mind, body, spirit, mental, and professional. I talked about that a little bit beforehand. And I started to look at this and I see this is a system. There's principles that apply to money, right? So they compound, they gain interest, they grow and grow, but you have to be patient with them. And then you can take withdrawals you can make deposits and it's going to grow and what you focus on grows and what you're intentional grows so i started using this vocabulary like deposits um stack deposits and i started to see it around more and i started thinking to myself do i did i steal from someone else or are all these people around me that i'm connected with are they taking it from me and then i had to get over that for a second and i said well no it's not it's not mine to keep it's just, I'm articulating what a habit is in a different way, in a different way of envisioning it. It's very interesting you bring that up because I've been seeing a lot of people talking about making deposits and I've noticed you doing it and like, look, I'm going to be the guy that says this because it's not coming from your ego. It's coming from my perception. People using that are seeing your content right. and, and you've been saying it a lot longer. So I'm just going to say, yes, I think it's coming from you 
But the truth of it is, is this is the same thing happening for me, is that we're doing it consistently and we're doing it with conviction yep. and there's real truth and there's real freedom in people for it from it. And so they're taking a hold of it and passing it on. And it is like, wait, 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 I want credit. Like I, I, I'm 49 years old. I learned this eight years ago and I'm finally implementing it in a really strong way. And I'm telling this story and I'm realizing I cannot tell this story enough. And that's another lesson. Like you can't tell the same story enough if it's an right. important thing to sell. And, um, and so I will tell you, I took notice of it. And the other day, it was so funny. I was like, I was talking to somebody. I said, sounds like you made some really great deposits in your day. <laughs> like, and I'm like, immediately, I was like, oh, that's a madism. Like, totally, like <laughs> nothing I've ever said before. But because it's been sitting in my subconscious and because I've been watching it over and over again, over again. So all it tells me is that your message is getting through. Mm -hmm. That's all it tells me. And that mm -hmm. there's truth because it's a print, it's an underlying principle. Yeah, sure, it's been called other things. You know, right. these are spokes on a wheel and you want the each spoke to be just as strong. And you have that analogy. But yep. this deposit is being told the story is being told and matt i believe so um strongly from experience now that we have such an important and an amazing ability to create change through story mm -hmm. and through a consistent message yeah and um my my good friend josh price once told me, he's like, you can't tell a story too many times. I'm like, I don't want to say that again. He's like, no, like you think people have heard it, but they need to hear it over and over again. And, and so, it might not make sense. Not at the time. For a while. Not at yeah. the time. I don't know how many times I told the the Buffalo story in Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast and on in the group and on my private page. But every guy who came to my event is now telling it to other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just had a story popped in our little thread of how it changed somebody's life by telling them the story of the buffalo. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's my story. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And that's that's tattoo number four coming through, like of the buffalo. And here I don't even have a tattoo. And I'm like, my wife is like, <laughs> I don't, I I don't like tattoos. I'm like, this buffalo. might be one I probably have to do. <laughs> like. I'm just, I'm sorry, but uh, there's so much meaning in my, in it, in my life, um, that like, you know, tattoo thing, whatever, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't, but it's tattooed on my brain Yeah, and, it, and the story is changing lives. And it's a story that's been told by so many other people. And I thought it was over told, told, and I thought like uh, rich Froning kind of had the corner on it. Everybody I talk to has no clue who Rich Froning is. They're like, are they, or they didn't know what his Into the Storm stuff is. They're like, right. what? what? Yeah. What? I didn't know what it meant to tell you. Told the story, right? He hasn't told the story. And we actually heard the story from the same man on a stage. I don't know if you knew that. So no. we, were, we were at an event, 20,000 people in an event in AT&T Stadium in, in Arlington, Texas. A guy comes out, a big leader guy in a company. He comes out and... Rich Froning's actually the um, was representing the company. He was, he's a rapper, whatever, sponsored. So this guy comes out and he tells the story of the Buffalo. And, he, and I'm, like, I'm like mesmerized. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What? Like, this is insane. And it doesn't even nearly hit the, the nerve that it hits today. 
because I've learned so much since then. I was like, that is insanely cool. Like, this is so cool. I'm, this is amazing. Rich Froning comes out and gives his spiel. I think he even did like a little workout or he lifted like, did a 350 pound snatch or something stupid, right? Um, like literally within two weeks, the first Into the Storm shirt was released on Rogue. And um, that's the first, anybody had ever heard anything about buffaloes from Rich Froning, right? Right. right. Now he has a bison farm. Yeah. And the only the only thing I would say is he he has the shirts. No one knows what they mean. They just buy them because he's putting them out there. He's not told the story well. He believes the story himself, but he's done a horrible job at telling stories. So all this time I've been kind of like, eh, it's not worth telling. It's not worth telling. I'll just wear his shirts. And finally I'm like, no, no, people don't get it. I have to tell the story and I have to put context behind it. Yeah. And so your deposits needs to be continually told over and over again. And as it spreads, less and less of it will be pointed back to you, but more and more impact will be made. Yep. But eventually, more and more will come back to you mm-hmm. because of that. So that's the other real big um, theme on my mind. I just did a solo podcast and dropped it. Like, like you know me, I'm all into production. I just hit record Do it. and Go. uploaded it. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done that, but I'm like, podcast gone. Hey, yep. guys, I'm serious about this. And it was about overnight success. And it was about the the long game. Yep. The long game is so incredibly important to embrace. These guys are struggling in their marriage and they want a quick fix. They want to go home, hug their wife, treat them like they're the best thing in the world and think do that for an hour. And then... Um, I'm going to just be frank. They, they get, they have sex with their wife because they shared some emotional intimacy and they think they figured out the code and now everything's going to be great. Well, no, you just gave a dose of something you've been withholding her for who knows how long. And that's what happens when you have emotional intimacy with your spouse. There's a whole nother level of connection. And then they think, well, all I have to do is take her on a date or do this one thing. No, dude, this is a long game. No, you have to have an emotional intimacy connection every single day. You have to do things. You have to serve, not be a subservient, but serve in your way every single day. You've got to make the deposits. Well, this is also, I was going to say, and I think this is one of the parts that's so impactful for me when you think about deposits. If you think about money, what are you better off doing? Are you better off making a $10,000 deposit? in a low interest account or are you better off making $10 deposits every single day that gains interest over time that consistency will compound you can't expect to give your wife or spouse a gift once a year and that's going to equate to trust emotional intimacy and love no you got to do the things every single day that's the deposit that's the small deposit. And it's the same thing. You, this is the principle and the connectivity of all of it all is I can't work out once a week and be fit. No, I got to work out four to five times a week, be consistent. And then the kicker of that, if I find someone who's knowledgeable in fitness and they make my deposit, so my deposit is that hour of fitness, they can make it even more potent and impactful. Yep. And you can make your time with your spouse even more potent and impactful if you know her love languages, if you listen intentionally. So it's not just about making the deposit then either. It's about doing it with intentionality 
and actually being curious and interested in your spouse. It's not a means to an end, right? It's just, you got to be doing the work every single day, make the deposit. I need to introduce you to another guy. Um, I had a podcast with him. I've known him for years. Uh, just kind of parallel know him. You know, we did common things. He, he opened a gym after I opened a gym. Um, I interviewed him on the podcast and he was talking about being a coach and the importance of evaluating kind of how you're doing some things. He's like, there's times in my life when I find that I have, I can give my clients more attention and I find more joy in giving my clients attention than my wife. Mm. And he said, man, it hit a string with me and I'll explain a little bit. He said, I have to, because of intention, because I want to be intentional, I have to stop and look at myself in the mirror and be like, why am I more interested in engaging, not getting distracted by my phone, not getting distracted by work with a client right. or a friend than I am with my wife? He goes, that's a deep dive into me. And... um all it took for me was I've been so tied up in work because life has changed. Everything with work has changed. I've been incredibly busy. And I found myself, you know, this thing's buzzing all the time. My phone is buzzing all the time. And I'm, I'm trying to turn, I turn off notifications, but stays, you know, you still know. And it's like, I just look at it real quick when I'm talking to my wife and it can pull me away so fast. And I, that one instant we're talking to him, I'm like, why? Hmm. why have i lost like that intense interest in her why have i why am i not pursuing her at a high level all it took was for me to have that thought and it flipped a switch in me it absolutely flipped a switch in me and like now like the last two days like put it away and just look her in the eye and I, i'm like this is what it feels like this is this is the feeling so there my point is is that that intentionality is so incredibly important, but you got to do audits on yourself. This is another big theme of mine. You have to audit yourself. How am I interacting with my kids right now in this moment, in this day, in this week? And what are the reasons why I may be falling a little short? What, how about my wife? How about my clients? How about my business? Because there's going to be things that come in. Maybe we're not making the right deposits in the right place. Yep. And so we have to continually align and look for alignment in the way that we're acting and the things that we're doing and the things that we're pursuing. I am in hot pursuit of my wife, like, because I find pure joy in her. I find laughter. I find comfort. She's my best friend. Like, don't like me talking to myself, Scott, don't you dare. Right. dare let that go for a millisecond because you have something so many men and women want yeah um i just the more we can assess understand where to place um deposits understand how to build habits to get to the things we want understand our purpose understand our that our identity is not in what we do that's a big one um the more in alignment we can get and the happier not the happier i mean Everybody might be happier. Yeah. Everything is just going to be better. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have that overnight success that's taken you years of work. Yep. Yeah. It's not what you do defining who you are. It's 
who you are and what you do that does. Yeah. Oh, I like and auditing, and that's what we do with I do with my coaching clients too, is every couple of weeks we do an audit. It's um objective measurement, but I say physically, how are you feeling out of 10? Mentally, spiritually, professionally, how is your marriage with your wife? How's your relationship with your kids? And then if anything is lower than if we look at the three lowest things and we say, okay, what are your deposits in that this week intentionally? And it's not just be a one-time thing. It's going to take time, just like it takes time to get physically fit. If I am let my physical count get to one, it's going to take a long time to build that up. And I'm going to have to sacrifice some other areas of my life because if I'm not physically well, I'm not going to live that long. So it doesn't matter. I can't be everything I could be to my spouse. And it doesn't matter if I have a lot of money, if my financial account is big, or if I'm really physically fit, but I don't spend time with my wife. What's it all for? What am I chasing? What am I pursuing? And yeah, I have to say this was, this was fun. So we're going to, I'm going to have you off on a lot more times, Scott, because I think we are almost at an hour already. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. I think (laughs) we'll do like longer ones one day like Joe and uh, Joe Rogan and Lex Friedman. Yeah. Those guys go, that's a marathon brother. Yeah. I'll have to get some water beside me. But, But I will tell you, I've done like four podcasts this week where the hour feels like 10 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes. That's what this felt like. It's like yeah. two of them you did yesterday felt like that. Both my guests were like, we're done already. I'm like, yeah, we've hit the hour. We really need to shut this off. So I know where you're at right now because yeah. they were like, I just felt like we just got started. I'm like, me too. But that means, you know, there, there's a lot of alignment. I mean, we didn't even get into Christian, our Christian belief or why a foundation in a belief is so incredibly important. Um, there's so many things that we could talk about. But we now, we're going to have to do way more. And I should also say, I was chatting with one of my True Alpha members today, and I he has a Buffalo picture right behind him. Good. And I was like, did you know? So oh, I shared your you. story too. And I good said, I made this up. It wasn't Scott. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said, my friend, my friend, Scott, he shares this. It's not uh, It's not my story. I'm, I'm just adopting it and um, and making sure that it's one of those that gets told thousands of times a year (laughs) right the truth is more important than the messenger right it's you got to keep it going and if there's different analogies to do that so scott anyone listening um where can they find you and how can you help them well i can help them in all sorts of ways they can help find me on you know facebook scott ramage two m's uh same with instagram I have a group for men called the Brotherhood of Fatherhood on Facebook. If you're into that kind of thing, you can follow Brotherhood of Fatherhood on Instagram. And then uh, the the web the the website's being built now, podcastmediamachine.com. Okay. That one is for people who want to start a podcast, who already have a podcast, I do podcast coaching, podcast post production. Um, you know, I have a podcast course, and I truly, truly believe, as you know. That anybody with a business, it's almost a necessity these days. A podcast. Accountability to create content to, to, uh, I was going to say this. One reason I I have developed so much in the last few years is because I'm interviewing people who know more than me. Mm. I'm interviewing people who have different geniuses than me. I'm interviewing people who have different foundations and principles than me. So I've learned so much from you because of podcasting. So uh, Scott at MediaMachine.com. Uh, no, no, no. Mediamachine.info. Dot com is like forty thousand dollars. I was gonna say, sounds cry. I got that. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's how. Okay. Well, thanks, brother. We'll Thank chat you. again soon.
You bet.